0: A really warm welcome to the teaching ministry of New Life Church Crawley. We're a multicultural intergenerational church. and We believe in the gospel of Christ. We believe in spreading his love through his word and through his works. We really hope that you enjoy what you hear today. We'd love for you to connect with us via the usual social media outlets such as Facebook or on our website.
1: from IBTI leading it so well. Didn't they do well? Yeah. Thank you guys. I struggle enough with English, so singing in another language that's that's that takes a bit a bit of something, so thank you for leading us in that. Um, uh, we know it's always hard to come to a new place as well. This is their first time with us. We know when they come back they'll be a bit more relaxed, a bit more feeling comfortable and just flowing that even more. So thank you for being with us, guys. And we also have Bishop uh, Ugandi with us, who will be speaking a little bit later, uh, and Chica. We're, we're glad to have those with us as well, hence, hence the Nigerian outfits. This is not my usual Sunday morning garb, but it's all right, isn't it? That was a b- yeah, thank you, Philip, because the rest of you were the rest of you were a bit weak. So Bishop Ugandi, um, in a few minutes, will will come and preach once we, we do some announcements and, and we have a few things to get through. Um, but just to introduce him, uh, Chica came uh, to London to start working and came to the church only to find that when Philip was a whippersnapper, when he was a young lad, that actually he knew the bishop and there was a connection there. So uh, we're glad for that connection. Uh, Bishop now oversees a network of around 100 churches uh, in Nigeria. And as some of you know, that's a a tough situation to be in. Uh, I've been there, it's not just the roads that are tough. Um, uh, other, Other faiths are putting real pressure on Christianity. Uh, and we know that's uh, going to continue, so we pray for them and we speak blessing in, in their life. We have a little bit of a, a promo for IBTI and then a couple of the guys I think are going to do some stuff uh, as, as well, so let's find out a little bit about IBTI College and then the guys will say a little bit more.
2: Three, two, one!
3: Coming to the IBTI, you will find it to be a place full of life diversity and the presence of God. Over the course of more than 70 years, thousands of students have been through the training and gone on to many different mission fields. In the midst of a world culture that is increasingly individualistic and self-serving, young people still enroll at the IBTI and become part of the kingdom culture where God and his purposes are at the center. But what made the IBTI what it is today? Just after the Second World War ended, our founder, Fred Squire, traveled to Holland to take relief goods to those who had lived under Nazi occupation. When he arrived, he witnessed an overwhelming degree of suffering. Many people had starved to death or been killed while those who had survived now lived under traumatic circumstances. When he saw the mass graves of the battlefields, with little crosses marking where people's lives had been taken, he simply wanted to shout out, oh, that man could turn to the living Christ, the only hope of the world. That day changed his life forever, and it is now known that, At that moment, the IBTI was conceived in his heart. Our purpose is to advance the Kingdom of God through training and teaching people from all over the world to become ministers and missionaries who will, in turn, preach the gospel and help address the issues of poverty and suffering in their sphere of influence.
4: Good morning, everybody. My name is Becky. I'm one of the staff at the IBTI for the last eight and a half years. I started out as a six-month student and then I've never left. (laughs) Um, Just to highlight a couple of things about the college in just about a space of a minute. Um, Students come to the IBTI to do six-month courses that run from January to June or July they study applied theology. So they study the academic side of theology in the classroom and then they apply it practically. And I just want to let you know about one element of how they apply it practically. We run something called Creative Ministry and this is always a big highlight for students uh, on the course. They get involved in an activity that they choose like some years we've had evangelism, performing arts, worship, working with homeless people in Brighton, uh, working with older people, and through this practical application, students uh, discover their gifting, their calling. They might receive their calling. They grow as individuals and. Lots of students then go on to use what they have learned back in their own context when they go home. So it's a really practical course and it's fantastic for growth. Uh, just to let you know, this summer, we are restarting our youth camps. So this is for 16 to 20 year olds. It's for 10 days in July, based at IB, IBTI and it's a fantastic bite-sized taster for what IBTI is about students young people come and stay on site they receive teaching ministry there's mentoring lots of games not a lot of sleep and so it is the perfect environment to understand what IBTI is about um, so, yeah, if you want to know more about IBTI, check out our website, ibti.org. We're also on Instagram and Facebook, and we look forward to possibly seeing you some of, them, of you there. Thank you.
5: Hi to everyone. How are you? Okay, I'm glad. My name is Antonio, and I came from Naples in Italy, the south of Italy, and I'm a student of IBTI College. And this morning I would, I would like to share my testimony but I would like to speak more about Jesus than what I did. I would like share more about what Jesus did in my life. Um I grew up in a Christian environment. My family was uh, um already Christian when I was born. And yeah, I started to grow in this family in this environment but I had another kind of life at eyes of my father I was an angel but when I when I went outside of the home in my house I was another kind of person and this yes and until the the 14 years old I was this kind of person. I was always hiding myself, my uh, truly identity. And a certain point of my life, at the age of f- fourteen, um, something happened. While I was uh, laying on the bed every every evening, and I started to um, sleep, I felt such a pressure on my heart. I felt really such a heavy pressure on my heart. I felt pain um and I was really scared about the future. I had fear of the death, and it's something of really strange at the age at the age of fourteen, uh thirteen, and fifteen because you have to enjoy the life you have to enjoy your friendship you have to uh, think um, uh, which game you want to play not at, at death you know and why these things happen because in the Bible in Ecclesiastes 3:11 it's wrote that and God made us everything, and he made everything beautiful in its time, and he also set in eter- eternity in the human heart. So in my heart there was this fear, where I will spend my eternity. I, okay, at the eyes of my fa- uh, my parents, I'm a good guy. Yeah, I'm perfect. But when I left my house, when I left my home. When I leave my home, I'm another person. They don't know my uh, my sin. They don't know who uh, who am I. And so, a certain point of my life, I was recognizing these things, and I said to myself, "Okay, I don't want to uh, feel this pain, this uh, fear anymore. And I want to meet God." And this happened at the beginning of May, and in Italy we have um, the summer camp, the Christian summer camp. So, after uh, May and June, I, I went in this um, summer camp, and, and my goal was this: okay, I want to meet Jesus. Usually, the summer camp uh, um, it's from the first day until the seventh. So. I had seven days to meet Jesus. I tried the first, I tried the second, I tried the three, the four, the five, nothing happened, I was really afraid, I was uh, hopeless in that time. And I had this such i um, I don't know, I, I was really trying with all, all my power, all my strength, all my energy to meet God. And at the last service of the last day, I met Jesus. And it's not in our time, it's not when we uh, have the program or in our schedule, but God wants to enc- have an encounter with us in His time. As I said before, He has made everything beautiful in its time. So, it will be in His time. You will recognize Him in His time. And I want to encourage you, if you are, you are still waiting for some promises in your life, don't be afraid, don't be worried about the future, don't be, don't be worried about how to pay the, the bills, yeah? Don't be worried, because in his time you will do everything. God bless you.
1: Thank you, Antonio. That's a great testimony, isn't it? We seem to have a very Italian theme this morning, don't we? So Gloria, we did that just for you, because if you hadn't noticed, uh, Gloria, who's Oscar's mum, is with us this morning. So now, I, I, what I, I do need to settle a debate. Is it Sicily or Naples that has the best, best pizza? Uh, so, <laughs> that, that's what I heard. Yeah. So we're, we're glad to have you. We're glad to have all of you have joined us online as well. And uh, we're, we're building a relationship up again with IBTI. So the guys will be back and no doubt we'll have some more students. Are you going to share as well? Yes, yeah, I'm do an item. You're doing an item? OK. Does that involve me singing or dancing? No. no, that's good. See, they're happy now.
0: But involve someone from the church, so be ready. OK, my name is Maria. Oh and I have today something creative with you. But I need two volunteers, not from IBTI, please. Two people from the church. Oh, we have one, come here with me. But I need another one. Come here, please. Good. Brave people. So I have here two backpacks. Okay. And okay. So you have to take these backpacks, okay? Take it and put it. Okay. Okay. And now you have to go there and then came back. Come back, okay? (laughs) Now you have to come back, okay? How was your backpack? Good. Good? (laughs) Okay, how was your backpack? Light. Light? Okay, now you have to swap the backpacks. Okay, now you have to go again and come back again. Okay. Now how was your backpack? Light. Light? A bit heavier. A bit heavier, okay. So give me your backpack. Thank you. Okay. So I will show you what do I have in these backpacks. Okay, I will show you this first. This one, it's empty, have nothing inside. But the other one, this one, have these balls that are, I will pass the balls, are a bit heavy. Imagine that you have this pack, this backpack, and you have full, full of all those balls. How do you think will be this backpack? Yeah. Heavy? Yeah. No, I don't think so. Yeah. Are you sure it will be heavy or not? Yeah. Okay, it will be heavy. Yeah, you can go to your seats. Thank you very much. Yeah. So, I want to read also a verse. In Matthew 11, 28 it says, Come to me, all you who are worried um, and and we and i will get i will give you rest so with these two back i wanted to show you that with this one with the one of the balls uh are we when we have all our worries all our problems or our i don't know sin everything that you take And the other one is when we give the backpack of our worries, of our problems to God. So when we go without God, we go like this. Wow, it's so heavy. I need to, wow. I don't like this one. But sometimes we used to take this one and say, okay, God, I follow you, but I go with my backpack." Okay, God, I follow you, but I go with my problems, with my worries, with my thing, with my everything. But God is telling us, give me your problems, give me your worries, and then I will give you this. A backpack empty. Wow! I can jump even with this one. So that's what I wanted to share with you, that... Sometimes we say that we follow Jesus and that we love him, but we don't want to give him our worries. We say, okay, God, you are telling me that you love me, that, okay, I don't need to be worried, but this backpack with the balls is mine. Don't touch it. But we have to give it to God. So thanks for your attention.
1: Thank you. We appreciate that. So the kids are actually going to leave us today um, and go to some activities. Isn't that right, Kerry? Uh, So we're going to let them do that. We're going to have a little bit of a welcome time. um, And then just a couple of announcements we need to follow up and do something with in regards to prayer. So we're going to take a moment to welcome one another. If you're a guest here, then folks will come to you. Don't worry. You can high five, hug, handshake, whatever it is you want to do this morning. But let's... Let's take that. So kids, you can go with Carrie. She's the Pied Piper this morning. And then we'll come back in two minutes and continue with our service. So just quickly to say, as with any uh, uh, church, it uh, survives on giving. Uh, and so we encourage you to give. And part of the, the stewardship of our life is stewardship is giving from a place of gratitude. I don't believe guilt works. It doesn't work for any length of time. It's not a good reason to give. It's not a good reason to do anything for God. But out of a sense of gratitude, if we're giving, then we can go far with God. This is what Paul says. And whatever you do, whether in word or deed, do it all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. So our giving has to be that sense of gratitude. We have a number of ways you can do that. Um, You can do that uh, by scanning the QR code. Um, If you're regular here, then of course we encourage bank transfers. Uh, There's a page on the website. There's envelopes at the back. Um, It's just part of our gratitude, part of our normal. We don't uh, make a big thing out of it, but it is part of our worship, and we encourage you uh, to do that. Also part of our kind of church life, as is, is those of you who know me, know I'm a, a, a big believer in developing people and releasing people into ministry. I'm not here to do everything. It's, it, it wouldn't turn out very well if that was the case and it's not biblical. Uh, the Bible says that we are here to equip you to do the work of ministry and there's two areas we want to kind of pray for people today about that. Uh, one is, is kind of evangelism and, and street work. We had a, a great afternoon uh, out yesterday talking to people and sharing the gospel and, and praying for people out on the streets. Uh, and I know IBTI are going to do that with us uh, sometime next year as well. So Saj is going to come forward because we're going to pray for him because Saj is going to be our coordinator for, for this. Uh, so he's the person who will be at the point of reference for you. Uh, we're going to get some nice t-shirts, I think, and sweatshirts, isn't that right, Saj? And um, the, the team that's going to be going out on the street uh, so you'll be able to identify them so um, we're going to pray and then the other person uh, that and these two go together is the whole area of prayer and Grace has kindly responded to our invitation to become the prayer coordinator in the church (laughs) Um, and so it's interesting in Luke 10 that Jesus says before you speak to people speak to God about people. So I think it's appropriate that both of them are here together, uh, and that, that we pray for them both. So I wonder if Ian and uh, put put the baby down in. Um, <laughs> and David is David Eden here? I can't. Yes, he is. Sorry. Um, so we're going to pray for these guys as they lead the evangelism team, and Grace uh, as they they lead the prayer team, and please stretch out your hand to them as well as they do that. So David, why don't you lead us? And Okay,
3: Okay, Father, we thank you, Lord, that you raise up people, Lord, to do your will. And we thank you for, Lord, the privilege of knowing these two people. And we thank you that they have stepped up and are are willing to encourage and to lead us in these areas. Lord, I pray for grace, Lord. I thank you for her, her heart to pray, her desire to pray and to intercede. Father, I pray that you will just encourage her in that and, Lord, give her the strength to do that and to lead us and to to equip us to be more effective in our prayers. Amen. Dear Lord and
6: Heavenly Father, thank you, Lord, for these wonderful people, Lord, and thank you, Lord, what a blessing they are to this fellowship, Father, and I pray, Lord, as they uh, undertake this new role, Lord, that you'll just bless them, provide for them, Lord, I pray, Father, speaking to every situation of their lives, Lord, provide for them, Father, may they be a blessing uh, to us, Lord, here, and we know that they already are, Lord, but just fill them with your spirit, Lord, and just... Um, be with them, Lord, I pray, as you undertake this new role. Just bless them, Lord, in every area of their lives in your name. Amen. Amen.
1: Thank you. Grace is going to stay up here because we're going to do uh, something with Grace in, in a moment. Um, but as many of you know, Philip and family are, are moving away in the summer up to Sheffield. But Philip starts a new job uh, tomorrow. So after service, he'll be heading up and doing a couple of weeks of, of work up there. So as our first official act, Grace is going to pray for, uh, for Philip and, and pray God's blessing uh, as he travels and obviously for the family that are left behind for a couple of weeks and then Philip will be traveling up and down until his new house is built you know? and, um, and then he's going to go. And then we have a tweet for you, Pastor. Grace is going to lead it in a Nigerian song. So, it's, so, Grace, why don't you pray and then lead us and then Pastor Jonathan will, will come up and preach before lunch.
7: Heavenly Father, we thank you. Father, Lord, we acknowledge you as God. We exalt your name. We bless you for who you are. We thank you because we're gathered here today to you, O Lord. Father, Lord, we thank you for your presence, O Lord. Father, we say thank you. Thank you for all that you do and that you keep doing. Thank you for blessing us, O Lord. Thank you for your precious gift of life. Father, we acknowledge you. We say thank you. Father, Lord, I stand before you, Lord, and I ask, O King of Glory, that as you have poured into me, Lord... Speak through me, Lord. And as I speak unto your son, Father Lord, lead me. King of glory, I thank you for your son, Philip. I thank you for the new thing that you're doing in his life, Lord. Father, you said the steps of the righteous are ordered by God. So, Father, we thank you because we know that as he goes to Sheffield, he's going, Lord, with you. Father Lord, I thank you. I'm excited for him because I know that as a child of God, all things walk together together. For his good and for those that are called by his purpose, and he's called in your purpose. So, Father, Lord, we thank you. Father, as he goes to this new place, I thank you for your light that is upon him, O Lord. And as he goes in there, Father, people will see him and they will see you. Father, you equip him mind, body, and soul. You will lead him. You will use him in the way that you have called him. Father, you will strengthen him for everything that he needs to do. You will strengthen him, O oh Lord. Father Lord, and I thank you. As you take him to that place, Lord, I thank you because I know that lives will change. Father Lord, I thank you that everything that he needs for this new relocation, O oh Lord, you have given him in abundance. So, Father Lord, I thank you. Thank you for the new doors that I are opening for him. I am so excited because I know that you, Lord, nothing just happens To your children. You always have a plan for them, and your plan towards your son is of good and not evil, to give him hope and an expected end. So we thank you. I cover him with the blood of Jesus. I thank you for his family that you continue to protect, O Lord. I thank you for his joy that will always be full. Father, Lord, I thank you that he will not be found wanting because your goodness, your mercy, and your favor will continually be upon him. So Father Lord I thank you. I thank you. I give you all the glory. Thank you for ordering his steps. Thank you Father for pouring into him, for renewing his strength every day and daily loading him with benefits. So Father Lord I thank you for this new chapter, for this new beginning. Father Lord I thank you. I thank you Lord. I thank you. In Jesus name we pray. Amen. Amen.
1: So leaders in
7: what a song <laughs> yes please you know yourselves come out yeah so we're going to sing um it's a praise and worship song it's a popular one it's very 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 easy you know we haven't got all the instruments but you know when you're singing to god you can use anything you can clap your hands you can stamp your feet yeah. so could you all rise please please yeah so we're going to clap our hands because we're singing okay this is not very yeah oh this is gone off okay so it's a very simple, it's not very loud. It's a very simple song, you know, and we're just giving praise to, um, to Jesus, really. So I just want you all to clap your hands as we'll make a joyful noise unto the Lord. So just clap your hands. Just. Your name is a strong tower,
6: Jesus. Do you belong all power, Jesus? Hallelujah! Hallelujah! Amen! Hallelujah! Amen! Hallelujah! Amen! Alleluia, amen. Sing Hallelujah! Amen. Only your voices, only your voices! Hallelujah! Amen! amen. Hallelujah! Amen. Amen. Alleluia, amen! Hallelujah! Amen! Sing Hallelujah! Sing! Hall Hallelujah. hallelujah, hallelujah, amen, hallelujah, amen, hallelujah, amen, hallelujah. 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 amen. sing hallelujah, amen. Amen. amen.
7: Hallelujah, thank you.
8: Hallelujah. I say hallelujah. Please, those sitting far away from the back, come closer. Amen. Please, may we be upstanding for a minute and lift up your holy hands to heaven and honor him with your hands lifted up and speak to him. Tell him how much you love him. Please, can we stand up as we bless the name of the Lord? Speak a word to him. With your holy hands lifted up and exalt his name. Tell him how great he is. Tell him how much you love him. How much you love him. Speak about him to him. He is awesome, he is a glorious God. He is a powerful God. He is a lifter up of our heads. He is our comforter. See different dimensions of God this morning. He is our comforter. He comforts the wounded in heart. He is indeed... Our comforter. He is our healer. Anybody, everybody that is here this morning. You carry pains in your life. You carry pains in your heart. See the dimension of God as a healer this morning. Bible says he sent his word. And healed them. And delivered them from all destruction. I ask of God this morning, heal the sick. Let every yoke, let every stretch of yoke on bodies be broken in the name of Jesus Christ. Be broken in the name of Jesus Christ. Stretch your hand, O Lord, and do the impossible in every life. Do the impossible in every life. Wipe away their tears and your hand at their backs so of God this morning. Thank you, Heavenly Father. In Jesus' name we have pray. Can you put those hands together and bless the Lord? You might be seated. What God cannot do does not exist. He is a mighty, mighty God. Amen. Amen. So this morning, he will reveal his dimension of almightiness to you this morning. Had a story that Jesus was passing by, going somewhere in a hurry, and there was a man. His name is Bartimaeus. You know, so, but Jesus was going somewhere else, and now Bertimus is here, and he has been blind all, all these years. And he asked what is happening, and they told him that Jesus is passing by. And he quickly remembered that Jesus is the healer of sicknesses and diseases. Jesus raised Lazarus from the dead sometime. He recalled all of this. Jesus supplied food to a thousand people in the wilderness. That Jesus is a miracle working Jesus. So when he heard that this is Jesus passing by, he screamed on top of his voice. He called on him aloud. Jesus, thou son of David, thou son of David, have mercy on me. He screamed aloud. Thou son of David, have mercy on me. Jesus heard him and he turned and said, Bring him to me. This morning, Jesus will hear you cry. You didn't say a good amen. This morning he is here. He's by your side. I had just 20 minutes. So this is not a preaching time. This is a time of connecting you to your helper. We you didn't say a good amen. amen. This is not a preaching time. This is connecting you to your helper. And when he comes your way, he takes away your sickness. He takes away your concerns. He walks in ways we cannot see. And this morning, today is your day. Praise the Lord. Quickly, let's turn to 2 Corinthians chapter 13. 2nd Corinthians chapter 13. Yeah, with your Bible here. Can I hear you say amen? If you don't have Bible, say Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. Read for me in 2 Corinthians chapter 13 and verse forty. You can stand up and read for us. The grace of the Lord Jesus Christ
1: and the
8: love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you all. May the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ. And the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you all. I want to give an exhortation on what I title The Many Sided Nature of Grace. The many sided, different sides. The many-sided nature of grace. And I'm using grace and favor interchangeably this morning. The many-sided nature of grace. He said, may the grace of the Lord be with you. sir." It is the grace of God that determines the limit of any man. I have seen many educated people on the floor of life. Very educated but very poor. Very educated but so much in need. Because the times will come that education can take away your pains. I have seen very rich people are crying profusely. Because you can be rich, but without grace, you go nowhere. It is the grace of God that determines the limits of a man. This morning, as you have come, you will connect with grace. If you believe it, say amen. Amen. In John chapter 5, we are told of a man that was at the pool of Bethesda for 38 years. 38 years of pains, 38 years of agony. He was in the right place. People were getting healed there every day, but for 38 years, he was in pains. That is, that is, why you might be in the right place, but if you don't have the grace of God upon your life, you will still continue to struggle. This morning, may the grace of the Lord rest upon your life. May the grace of the Lord rest upon your family. In the precious name of Jesus Christ. Not only was he in in, in pain for the years, he was at the same spot. No progress. No progress, no advancement, nothing is working. 38 years of no promotion, no advancement. And he became subject of mockery. People laughed at him. Those who brought him there left him because they couldn't continue to feed an elderly man. 38 years were feeding you. You can't be independent. You can't stay on your own. You can't survive on your own. You depend on people. At this age, everybody left him. When Jesus showed up, Jesus asked him, do you want to be made whole? And that's the question Jesus is asking you this morning. Do you want to be made whole? Do you want your pains to go? Do you want your shame to go? Do you want your reproach to go? And the man said, I have no man. The reason why his problems remain is because he was looking up to man. He was looking up to man. Man can only be a channel. Man can never be a source of help. That is why I say that it is grace that determines the limit of a man. So this morning, may the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ rest upon you in Jesus' mighty name. He said, do you want to be made whole? He said, I have no man. When the waters are troubled, everybody runs very fast. By the time I am getting there, someone else has gotten there before me. That reveals to me that this world is survivor of the fittest. The elimination of the unfit. You have to box yourself up. You have to arm yourself in Christ. It's not because of your color. It's not because of your continent. It's, it's because of your relationship with Christ. When you have Jesus in you, it makes all the difference. I was born, brought up in the village. I used to smoke all sorts of things. I used to farm. You call it India, India. you know, India. How do you call it? Marijuana. We oui, marijuana. I I was a farmer. I was not just smoking. I was a farmer. I was I was a I was a wholesaler of marijuana. So we smoke like crazy. That now we now graduated from smoking to injecting. Yes, sir. You know, so we will go and harvest, harvest and bring it home. You know, our eating pot, African eating pot. We'll put marijuana fresh leaves into the pots and pour little water and boil it as we're boiling liptin tea. You boil it very well. And then it comes out black and thick. Then you put in bottles. Yes, and then you go and get syringe. And then you draw it. You give your bum bum. <laughs> <laughs> you not give your bum bum. And, and they draw it. <sighs> the thing will go through your veins on the spot. Your eyes become very red. You see yourself taller than everybody. Praise God. You know, so my parents got to know that this is the way I was going. Meanwhile, some of my friends had gone mad, gone crazy. They left school. They were wearing masks on the streets. They didn't their brains. And my parents knew that I was going out with them. I was living like this. They will sit me down and advise me. Oh, my son, don't do this. Oh, my son, this is not the right way. Why I mention that to you is that there are certain things that cannot be solved by advice. The time came when Pharaoh refused the people of God from going to their promised land. He said, I will not let them go. And then God said, stop negotiating with him. We, 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 we win this war with power. Bible said, the thief come to steal, to kill and to destroy. I am come that they may have life. And they may have abundantly. This morning, abundant life shall come upon you by power. I said, shall come by power advise me don't do this my son don't do this my son it wasn't working I will say yes I will not do it but when I go back the tea will be chucking my head I have to go to the farm and harvest and come and boil until the day I said yes to Jesus when Jesus came into my life the power to break the horse of marijuana with broken over my life. So this money whatsoever that is holding you captive is broken in the name of Jesus. It is it is favor that defines the limit of man. This man for 38 years though no changes in his life and then Jesus showed up. I believe that grace is at work as you have come here this morning the grace of god shall rest upon you and every disgrace will disappear from you in the precious name of jesus christ how do we assess grace in conclusion how do we assess if grace is available how do we how can we assess it you know in that john chapter 5 the man was there water is there The angel comes all the times. He is struggling all the time to be healed, to no avail. Because because he said he had no man. But Jesus now personally showed up. Amen. Do you want to be made whole? He said, I have no man. Jesus said, I am grace personified. I am I am am revealed grace. I I am the revelation of grace. I'm the person of grace. So now that I have come, put your efforts aside. Put your trying aside. Put your, 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 your thinking aside. I will do what your efforts cannot do. If When grace is at work, what you could have done in a lifetime, you do it in one day. The things that you are struggling to do, the thing that you can ever do all your lifetime, your monies, your connections, and everything grace can do in one day. That is what happened here. This man for 38 years he has been struggling to be healed. Now, now the, the the physical way is to go fast, human fastness. You know, you have to go very far. The, the time the angel troubles the water, you have to run very fast. Do you hear me? Say, yes, sir. Now the angel trouble, and before he gets there, someone else gets there before him. His efforts were failing him. His efforts, his connections had failed him. When grace showed up, Jesus said, from here you can be healed. You don't need to go there. You don't need to suffer. Just rise up and walk. What? The man just stood up on the spot. Whatsoever that has been on the floor in your life shall come back alive again. Shall come back alive again. How do we assess grace or assess favor with the King? If you read the story about David in First Samuel chapter 17, from verse 17, we are told that David was sent to go and supply food. He's a young man. He's not a, he's not a soldier. He's just a lad. You know, so he was given food to go and give to the people. Watch this, I'm trying to round up. Because there are people that will receive grace here this morning. Praise the Lord. So, watch this testimony. So, Jesus, I'm sorry, David was keeping sheep, and then he was sent, carry some food, go and give to people that are fighting. He is not recruited, he is not a soldier. But watch people that God must bless. There are people that God must never pass them by. Have you ever wondered why when Jesus went to that Bethesda? and a lot of people gathered, and he bypassed everybody and went to one person and he healed that person and went back and left the host of orders behind as we are here this morning you have to position yourself right so that when I say a short prayer you will be the one to receive favor praise God so he was given food go and give to those who are fighting and he got to the battleground And then suddenly, a giant rose up, very tall, very fearful. He said, hey, all of you, sons of Saul, you are cowards. Your God is nothing. Say all sorts of things. And David, that has a heart for God, had it. You see, when God is about to bless you, show you his favor, he... For you to assess favor, He sees your heart. When you stretch your hand. Lord give me wife. Lord give me job. Lord give me children. Lord give me this. You stretch your hand. But God watches your heart first. God is looking at those who. Who their hearts are towards him. Say the eyes of the Lord. run to and from. Throughout the whole world. Making himself strong. On the behalf of those whose hearts are perfect before him. So, David is an example here. He was sent to go and give food. And when he had someone insulting God. Goliath. Very tall, huge, and deadly. And David said, who is doing that? Who is insulting my lover? I'm in love with God. Who is this? Who is doing that? Who oh dare you? They say, for one month, this man has been here. He said, give me one man that we can fight together. If the man you give me, you sons of soul, one man you give me, he defeats me, the Philistines will be your slaves. Look at the whole army, sir. All the armies put together, they are not equal to one man. So, the issue is not how many people you have in your life. It's the quality of people you have in your life. You want to go and scroll your phone. Look at the people that are calling you. Look at the Name 50 names on your phone. Are they paper, paper? They are so light. That's why they cannot affect you so much. What you need is quality men, angels that God will send into your life. David said, I will fight this man. And they said, you cannot. David said, I will fight him. It's better he kills me than for me to be alive and hear him insult my lover. Better, better die. And all he had was a sling and a stone. And he took the stone god is just watching to see if you make effort to come close praise god this morning is your day the father of the prodigal son was so restless where is my son i'm missing my son he might be suffering somewhere that is a kind of heart you ought to have. And then he sighted somebody coming from afar. And he saw it was his son. God is watching. If you will make effort this morning. If you can say, Father, here I am. Touch me one more time. Praise God. It was with a sling. And a little stone. When he threw it, God the Father took the stone from him and killed Goliath. Sometimes we we'll go to the church and we we'll just sit and watch and go. We we'll just sit. Things are not going very right and it doesn't concern us. It's not my department. You know, so you know, it's not my department. David was not raised as a soldier. He was said to go and give food. But when he noticed something was wrong in the camp, he volunteered. He said, "I will, even though I have done what I'm asked to do, I have come with the food, but now there is a need in the camp here. I will not stand aloof. Let me engage myself. When last you came to church and you check how the toilets are, some people might even use it and leave it not very very polished. They just leave it and go away. Because there's some people who their job is to do that. The work of God is everybody's work. Nobody say amen. You can assess this favor when you bring, when you bring a lovely heart. The heart filled with love. The love for God. And the love of God. This morning, God is telling me that grace is sufficient unto you this morning. He will reach out to you this morning. Grace has so many sides, many sided grace. He heals. He delivers. He cleanses from every decay. Praise God. God bless you. He cleanses. I'm going to have you stand upon your feet. I'm going to have you stand upon your feet. We are talking about the many-sided nature of grace. It does not only save from, from sin, but the grace of God we are saved. Not only saved from sin, but we can be healed from sickness. Praise God every disease, every infirmity, the grace of God shall shatter this morning. If you believe, say amen. If you believe, lift up your hands, say amen. Amen. There is nothing that you are passing through now that God cannot reverse. Nothing. Praise God. Just for a moment, just think about it. What is it? Some of us are going through certain things. We don't know their names. We don't know how it started. But you know that something is wrong somewhere with you. I would like you to know, I came this morning to join you in faith and break the chain. There's a woman in Abuja, Nigeria, a 45 years old woman. Nobody had ever said to her, "Woman, what is your name? I, I want to marry you." 45 years of age. Nobody shows up, and she said, "Believe she goes to church. Nobody shows up." Did you know what is happening? So one day she was in church, a short service like this one, and somebody came preaching. And God showed the man, he said, there's a woman here that is married to the spiritual husband. There's an evil spirit that is going around this woman that does not allow men, real men to come to her. It's a a love story, real story. And the man of God said, there's a woman here and there's a spiritual husband, The spirit that is disturbing you. is the one fighting you. Making your life very miserable. But right now, i release fire. When the man of God said so, you know, everybody shouted, amen, like that. And then this woman noticed that something left her. She noted that, what happened? Something left her. Do you know what it was? Church was over. She was driving home. And when she got home, she saw that there were lights inside her apartment. So in the night, lights were everywhere. She was wondering, who lit the lights? What happened? When she was going to church, she switched off the lights. What's happening here? Anyway, she opened the door. When she opened the door, she saw her tables and chairs and dining were all overturned. Crazily overturned. So she knew that something wrong happened firstly in the church something happened to her she didn't understand and now she has come home what is happening in my apartment things are turned around what's going on here she became very very careful I wanted to tiptoe into her bedroom and put the bag handbag and come out and talk to neighbors as she opened her door she saw somebody lie on the bed so, It's somebody or something as big as a human being Lied on her bed and covered with her clothes. She was very, very scared. And she came out and called people. Come and see what happened. And the neighbors came. And they saw that. And then the neighbor asked. Who are you lying on this bed? No answer. Who are you on this bed? No answer. So one went out. And brought a long paw. And stood far away. To uncover, to, to uncover the cloth, to know what is covered. When he removed the cloth, he saw a big snake dead. He saw physical snake as big as a human being, dead on the bed. Do you know what is happening? But the woman I remembered oh I was in church and pastor said a prayer and something left her this is the spiritual husband this is something called spiritual husband spiritual wife sir you know so this is to hinder you from being your best living your best for 45 years No body came for her. but this very day, when they pulled, the four people pulled the snake out and cut it in pieces. I know you go to school and you ask your professors, you know one, one preacher came and said, spiritual husband. So go and check, okay? So they pulled the snake out and cut it in pieces and burnt it and buried it. One month after that incident, somebody as tall as this guy came out and approached her for marriage. Praise God. So now you see that something was disturbing. This girl, for 45 years, she was in bondage. The grace of God saves, the grace of God heals, and the grace of God blesses. Lift up your hands and say, Lord, reach out to me this morning reach out to me God that 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 press the reach out to me this morning reach out to me this morning our oh Lord as your servant we say a prayer Hey, as your servant we say a prayer this morning reach out to me Lord let captives be set free let bondages be broken this morning, oh God. Let darkness be shattered this morning. Open the mouth and pray. Say, Lord, reach out to me. 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 I'm not hearing you pray. Say, I will never let it go unless you bless me. I will never let it go unless you bless me. Reach out to me. Take away my shame. Take away my pain this morning. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name we pray. There are two prayers I'm going to do. Number one, you want to have a very robust relationship with God. You want to be born again. You want to be saved. You want to be born again. Can I see your hand up? So pray for me, I want to be born again. I want to be born again. Can I see your hand up? I am to be born again. I want, any other person? Okay, we are going to pray. Put your hand on your chest. Now, you want to have a closer relationship with God. <clears throat> you are not the way you used to be. So many things have happened to your life. You are not the you that you used to be. It used to be a firebrand firebrand you want to go back to that state of fireness raise your hand above your head say pastor pray for me pray for me I want to get closer 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 to thee closer to thee can I see your hand lifted up above your head now place that hand on your chest because it's like almost everybody will not like you to come forward just place your hand on your chest And say, Father, I come to you today. Dear Father, reach out to me. Dear Father, reach out to me today. Come fully, come in your fullness. Come in your wholeness coming to me today. Come to me to stay. I receive you afresh. I receive grace to stay with you, to walk with you. Thank you for this grace. Thank you for the favor. Thank you for the blessings thank you my father in Jesus name now I want to pray a miracle prayer now just watch out amen any affliction over the years over 40 years I've done this work and I see God set people free I see the power of God Manifesting and Satan's devils are crying out. Today is your day. Whatever you're going through, place your hand on your head. Listen, pray for me. I need a miracle in my life. It might be a deliverance, it might be whatever yoke. Dear Father, Bible says, how god anointed jesus with the holy ghost and with the power he went about doing good and healing all healing all that were oppressed of the devil for god was with him this morning abba father you sent me to this man so i command that every yoke every chain And every entanglement that they are yoked with, let there be a thunder to scatter it now. I command that every weight that is upon your life be removed in the name of Jesus Christ. Every spiritual battles. That you are going through and struggling, I command that every entanglement that hold you bound and hold you to your yesterday be shattered in the name of Jesus Christ. Be shattered in the name of Jesus Christ. Be shattered in the name of Jesus Christ. Bible says he sent his word and healed them. Receive your healing now. Receive your healing now. Receive your healing now. I curse every spirit that is inflicting you with pains. I curse that spirit and I command you be set free now in the precious name of Jesus. Thank you, Heavenly Father. I cover your liberty with the blood of Jesus. I cover your freedom with the blood of Jesus. In Jesus' name we have pray. Now put your hands together for Jesus and you
1: might be seated. So Pastor, Pastor Jonathan has uh, some books, Inspiration for Maximum Impact. Uh, if you want to see him afterwards, I'm sure he'll... Um, be glad to give you those and and also pray for you we're going to finish now um the guys are going to come and do a final song called yours uh and if all the guys that are sitting uh, in the back section uh if we could take those chairs outside hatesh uh, keegan um harold's there they can begin to do that and, and then begin to set up the tables uh, so that we have uh, preparation for the food let me say a couple of things uh, about the food Uh, Can you please let our guests go first? So the guys from IBTI and Pastor Jonathan and Chica, can they go first? Thank you. Uh, There is plenty of food, uh, but what we're gonna do is uh, save some of it, because what has happened in the past is people have thought, especially when it's an international meal, I'll have a bit of that, a bit of that, a bit of that, a bit of that, a bit of everything, and then people end up with nothing. It's happened, it's happened to me, it's happened to some of the servers as well. So can I ask you to be mindful that there's other people behind you, to be respectful, that we want everyone to be served and have an opportunity. There will be plenty of food, so you'll be able to go back up again, but don't be greedy. <laughs> there's plenty of food, food and there's plenty of puddings. but be respectful of other people. And when your kids come back in, can you make sure that what they take, they're gonna eat yeah that we don't waste food uh, and they don't take stuff just because it's there uh there will be plenty of food for them as well so i'm going to pray a blessing on the food now so we can get uh, stuck straight into it as the guys leaders so father we thank you for your word we thank you for your message jesus you came to set the, the captives free and you want our hearts to be strengthened by grace it's not our effort it's not our own righteousness It's not the things that we do. It's your grace, Lord Jesus. And we pray that we would be recipients of it this morning. That the overflow of your grace will bring glory to your name. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.
2: So why don't you say, up if you would like, or take whatever position you would like. But let's just give our praise to God. do we
1: think the guys will probably just continue to play for a little while Um, they're getting set up for the food so uh, it'll be ready in two minutes if you want to take a chair outside the sun is shining i know amazing huh god bless you if you've been watching online sorry you're missing lunch your own fault god bless you
0: thank you so much for joining us today we hope that you enjoyed the teaching we'd love to hear from you so please contact us all the details can be found on our website. God
2: bless.